I am Boba Fett. I give my allegiance to no one. Multiverse Monologues presents... I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy. Like my father before me. I am not a bounty hunter. The Book of Boba. Breakdown. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. Please. Speak freely. All right. I just want to I want to <laughs> drink this. You thought I was kidding. No, we're we're going to start it off like this. All right. All right I want to take a drink of the new Mountain Dew Spark Ras with a blast of raspberry lemonade and other natural flavors. Wait, no, it says it says flavor with other natural flavors. Oh. Let's see. Flavor with other natural flavors? Here. I don't know, man. Carbonated water, you know, you got your typical Typical ingredients in this. <laughs> Nothing really stands out to me. Interesting. Here, well, okay. Well, let's. Uh, What's gum Arabic? What says that on the back? Uh, gum Arabic. Whatever the heck. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I could be wrong. I think I'm right. Arabic. Gum Arabic. Yeah, guys, we're uh, we're gonna be not talking about the Book of Boba. We're gonna be talking about Mountain Dew in this podcast. I don't know. Let's let's give it a uh, let's give it a. A drink. Mountain Dew Spark. <sighs> hmm. You got some flavors going on here. Yep. Definitely taste a raspberry, yeah. And a lemonade. We'll taste them both. Dude, my taste has been messed up ever since COVID. Ever since I got COVID. Like, stuff doesn't taste the same anymore. Like, strawberries and, and all types of fruit, they taste different. And that affects, like, these fruit drinks, you know? How, I what are you it, tasting right now? Is it I bad? It tastes good. Tastes good? Like, I don't, I think it tastes good. I just don't, um, I can't tell what I'm tasting, you know? <laughs> I can't taste it, but man, it sure does taste good. Well, we, I mean, we could talk about the, the design on this can. It's a pretty cool looking can, if you ask me. Dude, is this a, a this is a car eating a raspberry with jets coming out. Yeah, whoever designed this deserves. You know what? I'm gonna say Mountain Dew Spark is uh, an eight out of ten drink. I probably mm. would buy it again. Oh yeah. I mean, we gotta finish the can first before deciding that. For a man, we'll we'll do it throughout if, the podcast. What if we get all the way down to the bottom and we have like the tummy rumbles? Oh, uh, you're right. It's not an ideal. Well, if we do it all real quick, it's like, ugh. you know, what? we'll do it throughout the show, and at the end, when we finish off our thoughts about the Mandalorian, we'll finish off our thoughts about Mountain Dew, and. But I would say right now it's pretty good. I don't really drink much pop because no, it, me neither. It kills me. But Mountain Dew is like my one exception because it's just so good. Actually, that's a lie. I probably drink more pop than I think. I definitely drink more water, dude. At my work, <laughs> there used to, well when I used to work at an HR Stewart, they would have like a stock full of just revolving soft drinks, and I would just. I would go ham every day. I'd probably drink two of those. That's probably why I'm so unhealthy. <laughs> I'm not really that unhealthy. It's really? Just, you just... think that's why? Well, what else could it be? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, maybe my... Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> maybe your deep, intense obsession and love for Star Wars. That... I think that's what's really carried me throughout my <laughs> life, you know? That's the reason. That's really what's gotten me to this point. <laughs> but that I'll tell good, you... Man. What I don't have an, a deep, intense love for 
is this last episode of the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> so let's just get right into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Multiverse Monologues. Uh, I am your host, Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan Wetzloff. And, yeah, we're going to be talking uh, full, in-depth spoilers for Mandalorian. Uh, ugh, oh, my gosh. If I mix this up one more time, man, it doesn't matter. They're both there, and they had, like, the coolest The Mandalorian 2.5. <laughs> the Book of Boba Fett, Episode 7, In the Name of Honor. We're going to be talking full, in-depth spoilers about this last episode. And people have... <laughs> People have a lot to say, man. People have so much to say. I got a ton to say. I have I'm so much to say, man. It's... Ready to dive into this, yeah. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so I, I was looking up all the reviews online for this, and you know they're not good. No, they're not. <laughs> well, I, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I'm looking at it. So yeah, we're talking about in the name of honor, the one hour season finale, and it did say season, mm -hmm. not series. We don't and know. the way it leaves off, I could totally see a season two. Well, and <laughs> after the backlash that this has gotten, I don't know. So I've seen this episode twice now. I and... saw part of it twice. Okay. Okay. So this has, on IMDb, it's a 7.8 right now, this episode. And overall, the series as a whole, I don't see this changing very much, but it's a 7.7. 7. It's mm -hmm. been a 7. Excuse me. It's been a 7.7 .7 for a long time. Rotten Tomatoes has this episode at a 50%. Mm -hmm. And I think it's totally fair. This is the review. Uh, In the Name of Honor completes the frustrating trend of being less compelling when it focuses on Boba Fett. But this final shootout does a serviceable job of setting up more interesting adventures in the Star Wars universe. The series on a whole is 81%. With an audience score of 60%. Mm. So, you know, I good. really never go off uh, of the so critics. So, based on Disney Plus series, we're talking about big franchises, so Marvel and Star Wars at this point. Right. Is this the lowest ranking overall audience score? For the episode? For this episode? No, for all these oh, Disney for Plus the... series. Because I think the second lowest would probably be the Falcon. And yeah, it had that one... Look up the yeah. Look up the audience score for that, but I, I'm pretty sure it's that. But I do know that this episode is the lowest rated Disney Plus episode of any of the oh, Disney Plus dang. shows. No way. Which is absolutely crazy. Like, okay, so just a quick disclaimer right up top. I think I'm going to come off more negatively than I seem here because I just want to say this. I watched this again, and I actually liked it more. Mm. Like, I yeah. came away liking it better okay than i and i think it's because of all of my expectations were out the door i knew what i was getting into mm -hmm. and i was able to more appreciate that this was just pretty much an action-packed finale and this was it you know to complete boba's arc and just the whole thing is an action-packed episode and i found myself enjoying that you know like the shootouts and everything and we'll we'll get into it. We've got a whole rundown here and a lot of questions to get into because there's there's certainly a lot. But I think when we talk about this show and when I hear other people talking about this show, it's it's largely negative, but they're always like, Okay, but I really like this episode. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It was good, but it's just I think it's the negative opinions are toward how they've handled this show as a whole. And I'm thinking that there may have been some studio interference. 
you know, there, there, that may have been in there. What, what have you found for this episode? This episode? Is it the worst? It, well, what well, was so Falcon and the Winter Falcon Soldier? Falcon and Winter Soldier has a 85% audience score. So that is significantly higher than. Really? Yeah. But then again, we know how Rotten Tomatoes works. You but, can only give it a plus or a minus. So. Yeah, I guess that's true. But still, I, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised about that, man. So maybe this is the lowest Disney Plus original for these I mean, huge I don't franchises. See, I don't see any other one. WandaVision has to be up there. Yeah, definitely not. Loki has to be up there. You know, Hawkeye was... Hawkeye people loved Hawkeye. I, yeah, right. So, dang, that's whack, man. Yeah, and this ain't going <laughs> to score lower than The Mandalorian. No. But I mean, 60% is pretty No, listen, pretty it, dude, in my opinion, let's just be real here. The Mandalorian is the best piece of content that Disney has put out on their streaming service. Like, I think that that's the best Clone thing. Clone Wars Season 7 included? Well, see, I don't see that as a Disney Plus original. Like, I see that as... Okay, so, as, yes, original content. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I didn't specify that. You're right. Mm -hmm. As an original piece of content, I think The Mandalorian is the best thing that Disney has put out for Star Wars and for Marvel. I mean, it's hard to disagree with that. That it's just, Man Mandalorian is just... Dude, it's just too good. So high class. Indeed. I don't and, know, man. But we're not here to talk about The Mandalorian. Well, technically, we are going to be talking about a little bit of him in this episode. But I don't know. It, well, <laughs> there's just a lot, man. Oh, also, I just want to say, for those of you who know, um, there is a podcast that I listen to daily called Rebel Force Radio. And Jason Swank and Jimmy Mack do their thing. And I like I listen to them multiple times a day. They're multiple shows. And they always have call-ins. So for the first time, I decided to call into their show for this Boba Fett finale that they did, and I was the first caller in there. So if you listen to Rebel Force Radio or have listened to it or would like to, they're the number one Star Wars podcast in the world, and I go on there and I give my question on there and they talk about it. So if you're into that, go check that out because that was pretty hype, man. <laughs> Yo, definitely go check it out, not only because it is a great podcast yes but because our boy ben makes an appearance <laughs> and it's just so fun to hear your voice you you told me about it last night when it happened i was over at the house and i was so hyped man it was so cool but then today i was listening to the podcast again and your part came up your question your phone and call and i was like oh dude i forgot ben was in this <laughs> this is so cool I they, so i was sitting there listening to them like intently and i was forming my question then the thing beeps, and I was like, oh, my gosh, they're... you're on with RoboForce Radio in the Book of Boba Fett after show. Uh, ben, what do you got for us? And I, I was like, uh, how are you guys doing? And I, like, I mess up the little, the little part at the beginning. <laughs> so it, it's, it's pretty much like 40 minutes into the podcast, mm -hmm. but I was sitting there. And I was like, oh, no, they're called on me. Uh, yeah, how are you guys doing? I say, like, <laughs> it, it's like a weird way of doing it. Even though Rhyme New Colony, he, <laughs> the, the guy tells you, don't don't try to uh, ask them how they're doing. Okay, no, no, no. He didn't say that to me, though. He didn't? He didn't say that to me. And I Probably think because you... it's because <laughs> it's because I did that. I asked them how they were doing. But it was so I could collect my thoughts. Like, that's why I did that. <laughs> but I, anyway, it was just cool to be on there and listening to it today. I was like, let's go. That was epic. And they discuss it. And they agree with me. <laughs> because, and we'll, and, but we will get into that, too, because I, mean, I do want to have a discussion. It's not a very hard thing to agree with. But... No, no. 
definitely not. But <clears throat> let's get into it. Yeah, let's let's go. So this episode starts off, and as Boba and Fennec survey the damage done to the sanctuary that the Pikes blew up last episode, they plan out a strategy, uh, and they argue, but eventually decide on the sanctuary as the location of their final stand. And this is basically, I've seen a bunch of videos online arguing like the, I don't know, the whole location of that is just a bad place for a battle. That wasn't going through my head at all. I thought this was fine. Yeah, no, I'm, it definitely is a better uh, location wise just for a show purpose to have it there because then you can involve townspeople yeah. and just make it feel more involved because if they go to Java's Palace, that's going to be an, a cool shootout. But it won't be as big, I think. That's true. I was still, I was still kind of hoping they would do it at the palace because mm -hmm. the shootout there would have kind of been epic, and then we could have kind of been inside Jabba's palace, and then we could go through all the corridors and everything and get a better sense of the layout. But I don't know. I was fine with that location. I didn't think it was bad. And then, but what I did think was bad is the next scene because it begins with an x-wing dude the dirtiest bait and switch of all i was telling you this last night ben and you were not agreeing with me this was the first major letdown of the episode for me i have i have problems with this but yes, my problem go. is not your problem oh it's not no no okay so you do you detail your problem and then i'll go through so my what this scene is yes it's a bait and switch they trick you into thinking you're getting luke skywalker in the finale which I'm not overly bummed about. I'm just bummed about the decision that they wrote Luke to make is by sending Grogu alone in the X-Wing with R2-D2. I do not like that choice. I think because in the first two seasons of Mando, you get uh, how uh, important Grogu is and how Mando's just trying to protect it. All these different people are sought after the child. But no, Luke just... You can tell he picks the uh, the chain mail. He's like, oh, Grogu, get the heck out of here. I don't want to even want to see you anymore. Hop in this X-Wing. Hop in my Uber. I don't even want to look at you. Just go. Mm. Well, I think if, well, number one, I think if you're going to send R2, I mean, if you're going to send Grogu anywhere, R2 is not a bad pilot to take him anywhere. But I, I see where you're coming from. But I just don't know why they wouldn't do that. Like I, I don't that that doesn't. I don't care about the safety of Grogu at all. Like that doesn't come into play in my mind because the writers are going to do what they're going to mm -hmm. do, and Grogu's not going to get captured again. Like if they do that plot again, I don't know. But my problem with it was it played with the expectations of the fans, and I'm I'm, I'm assuming you had this problem too. But an X-wing comes. Mm -hmm. Me and Sam looked at each other. And we were like, oh my gosh, we're going to get Luke in this episode. It was, I mean, that was it. You see an X-Wing, you yep. know Luke's coming. That's what happened at the end of Mando. I mean, it, it's a foregone conclusion. But it was like, and then he comes out and I'm like, wait, I'm looking around the TV. I'm like, wait, yeah, where, like, where's Luke? <laughs> is he like hiding yeah, in that like, cockpit? Where is he? Man? Right. And then Grogu just pops his head out and you're like, okay, I'm, what could Luke be doing that he couldn't make the trek? Exactly, I mean, yeah. Is he pulling a Darth Vader? Like, I hate my home planet. I'm not going to go back there. Hey, I know we hate to say it, but are we seeing a little bit of sequel Luke slip into our beloved Mandoverse Luke? <laughs> are we? 
as much as we hate it, as much as we hate the direction they, they took Luke, they are going to have to start making him into that. Mm -hmm. But again, I said, actually, no, I shouldn't say this because I said this about Luke in The Last Jedi. I'm saying that Luke wouldn't do this, and yet he's doing it. So <laughs> I don't know, man. That's the thing. That's why uh, TV writers and directors have such a big, uh, big expectations because these beloved characters, they're ultimately making their choices for them. Yeah. And when they write stuff we don't like, it just really hurts. But I just... I do I do not need Luke to be in this final battle. No. I don't need him to be in the final battle at all. I just wanted him to deliver Grogu to Mando. Just to have him there. Yeah, go ahead. No, because how hard is that? It just has to be a, a two-minute, maybe even a one-minute scene. Just we see Luke, he's there. And then he sees Pelimoto. He's like, oh, you're a friend of Mando? I have somewhere to jet off to. Can I leave Grogu with you? You know, even something like that would make me feel a little bit better about the Luke decision. And I will say that's kind of a plot hole. I mean, you could make the case that Mando told Luke where he was or yeah, Ahsoka just, or somebody. I Luke mean, just lucks out. Oh, this person happens to be someone with good intentions and just happens to intercept the child that Mando knows. Well, because in the episode, I was like, okay, well, maybe he told him about it. But Mando says, I was watching it in the episode, and he goes, Kid, what are you doing here? He's surprised that mm -hmm. Grogu's showing up, so Luke never phoned it in. He never told Mando that he was no. coming. Yep. I mean, R2 does say, where are where where is Luke? But, or, I mean, where's Mando? But, mm -hmm. I mean, that's I, clearly he had no idea. So definitely he just lucked out on that. And that's something a little strange, and I don't know why they did that, but... I don't know. I, just to have Luke there would have been enough to ease my mind. Exactly. Yeah. You know? It just for to start off the finale like this, it just gives you a sour taste in your mouth right from the start. It's like, what why I, wouldn't you? It. I know it's probably a lot of work to uh, edit his face onto the stunt double, but just a, just a minute scene, just a little bit. Come on, they did a whole episode. Last week, right? <laughs> they could have done a two-minute scene for us here. Uh, you know, we don't want to put Luke into it. We don't want to take him <laughs> away from all the other characters. You know how it is. Stupid Dave. You ever heard how that guy talks? He Dave Filoni. Yeah, he's got this weird. Hey, hey let's let's pause real quick before we start bashing on Dave Filoni. Oh no 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 no! I'm not I'm not bashing on. No, he Dave Filoni's like George Lucas. They're like. like Splendid creators, but the way they talk, like George's got, he kind of, you know, he kind of talks like this, you know, Jar Jar, you know, and Dave, he kind of, you know, he talks like this, like he's always smiling. They have the and his weird... cowboy hat, man. Yeah. His cowboy hat always gets me. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, what? <laughs> they're like, they're such like strange dudes, but they get Star Wars. I'm gonna say. This, and this is what I said on Rebel Force Radio. I think Grogu was a studio decision. Mm -hmm. Totally, 100%. Then they had to figure out how they were going to put him in there because they sent in the scripts. And they were like, all right, well, if you want to do this, you have to find out how Grogu can get back with Mando because they are an unstoppable force. And I just want to say I was right. He chose the armor from last week. Yeah. No. 
that where was basically leading it is that's the only way that makes sense right but i just wish we got a mando season three without grogu in it for a little bit right it's because now you boba boba fett aside you get mando season one mando season two it's that emotional climax of handing off grogu right and someone who tunes in to season three episode one grogu's just back and Mando has a different ship. What if they skipped Book of Boba? You're like, what is going on now? The, <laughs> you have that emotional scene where he hands right. off Grogu, and now he's just back with him. It's like, I don't get me wrong, I love that duo. I love the father-son relationship they have. But it's like they could have waited a little longer, in my opinion, before bringing him back. Well, now it's just going to be like, well, well what's going to happen from now on? Mm -hmm. You know, because... I'm not going to lie, there were certain episodes of The Mandalorian where you there would be time taken from the episode to, all right, where am I going to put Kroger for this episode yep. so I can do my thing? And that's going to be, again, what they do. So, But I guess we get the confirmation now that Grogu is, in fact, a Mandalorian foundling. I don't know if he's going to get armor or whatever, but <laughs> is he going to be chilling on Mandalore <laughs> with them? I don't know. It's just, it so feels like a studio decision because I think they let them do what they do on the first two seasons. And then they were like, okay, we can't just let this character go. He makes too much money. So we got to bring him back. Yeah. When uh, Dave and uh, John Favreau turned in the season two <laughs> finale. Disney's like, oh, this is sweet. You got Luke in here? Let's go. <laughs> then they send it off. The show gets made. And then, because this is kind of what Boba Fett feels like to me. The whole show just felt like Boba Fett was just a backdrop mm. in order to reunite these two. Right. That's what those last, I mean, these last three have felt like. Yeah. It's like, Disney's like, wait, we can't have Mando season three without Grogu in it. So then... John Favreau and Dave Filoni were like, "All right, let's let's just do this. Throw together this Boba Fett show, reunite the two, in a way, just so Disney can have their way with season three. Which I mean, that's I don't know if that's true or not, but it really feels that way. I don't think that was the case because I think they wanted to do a Boba Fett story, turned in those scripts, and then they were like, "Well, I we also need you to shoehorn in Grogu mm -hmm. coming back with the Mandalorian." Because everyone knows they're going to watch this show. And then they were like, oh, all right, well, how do we do that? We got to shoehorn in the Mandalorian. So they gave him a full episode. And then they were like, well, if we're going to put him back, we have to show Luke. So I think that derailed a lot of what they needed to do. And they couldn't do all of that in one episode. So that took two episodes. And then they yeah. were like, oh, I mean, this is just going to take a long time. And it's totally going to derail. But Disney was like. You can't do this show if you're not going to reunite them. Either you do it now in this show or you're going to have to take away time in Mando season three. And John is like, oh, what? I've already got whole storyboards. I mean, the filming's already done for that, I'm pretty sure, for Mando season three. But he's like, oh, I've, I've already got a story written. Now I got to add Grogu into that. Listen, this also, this is all speculation. Yep. They could have had this planned from the beginning. Maybe this was right. their idea for the best possible show they could draw up. Which doesn't feel that way. But I don't, exactly. I uh -huh. don't think that was the case. So even, if you just take the first four episodes, you get this narrative of Boba Fett, and then compare it to the finale, it all feels pretty similar-ish. But to be fair, 
these first four episodes of the show weren't taken very well either. And in my opinion, this whole show is kind of just, like we've been saying, thrown together. And even the overall, like the show gave us so many great moments. Like, I leave this loving Star Wars more than I did before just because of everything they've given us. Mm. But just the whole narrative of Boba Fett as a show, as a seven-episode arc, I don't think it works at all. And we'll talk about it more in this finale, but I don't think it pays off in the way they wanted it to or even in a way it should. I mm. just feel like a lot of the stuff they tried to do in the finale felt unearned, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, we'll get into it because there's definitely moments. Yes, we're probably on the second scene of the finale but yeah right <laughs> um next scene pike syndicate and the three leaders of moss espa along with the mayor and cad bane discuss the future and their attacks on boba we find out that the pikes did indeed kill boba's clan so that <gasps> no way right oh, who, who didn't see that coming right i mean You're kidding me it just makes sense story-wise whatever and bane then tells them that he has an idea to draw Boba out. I'm surprised how much they used him in this finale. Cad Bane? Yeah. I really? was I was like, I think he's just gonna show up and fight Boba and that's it. But they Did have you think him have... he'd show up, fight Boba and die, and that would be it? Because you bring back Cad Bane, you gotta give him more than just a scene. I agree, and I'm glad they did. Yes. They gave him three it scenes. Was real and every scene he was in. Just the way he the way he talks, man. Like how oh, he kind of talks like this, <laughs> you know. It Corey Burton is a beast. I and love he's that so guy. menacing. Just yes. the sight of him on screen is just terrifying. I'll say this. I don't know what people are talking about when they say that, like, you know, I've seen re-edits on YouTube and he looks way better on there. And it's like, dude, this is, first of all, this is live action. And second of all, he's way older than he is in those. I mean, he's going to be more pale. Yeah, and of course. And he's, plus he's on Tatooine and all that sun. I don't know what that'll do to a blue guy. There you go. It makes white people darker, the sun, but maybe it makes blue people lighter. Who knows? Right. I'm someone who knows colors. Tell us how that works. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got no idea. Um, and then the uh, the next scene gives us context of where uh, all the sections of Boba's Gatra is. Kersantan's in Trandoshan terry territory. The Gamorians are uh, keeping an dude. eye on the spaceport. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <sighs> and uh, Drash and Scat. Yes, let's freaking go. <laughs> All right, so here's my thing. is So at the end of this finale, I do not hate the mods as much as I did in their introduction. I thought these characters were somewhat likable. They're kind of not as bad as I thought they were. But, dude, this is one of the things that feels unearned is this scene right here. Boba Fett telling us where his whole team is. Hmm. It's like we have not seen this team do anything right close to being a team at all throughout this whole season until the finale until right now right it's like this isn't a team these are a bunch of thrown together characters we just met i mean we've seen mando and boba work together before but uh Kersantin and the mods it's like we need to learn to love these characters we can't just be have them thrown into this finale and just expected to care about what they're doing it's like, because I do think if the mods got a little more screen time, I know a lot of people hate on the mods, and I do too, but it's like, you're going to put them in the show, give them an arc of some kind. It doesn't have to be a major arc, but make me 
grow to make me care about these characters slightly, just a little bit. Because there are plenty of times where characters have been introduced, people do not like them, but then they've been, uh, they've grown to love them. A prime example is, I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of Ahsoka in the beginning of Clone Wars, but now I freaking love Ahsoka. Yes. She's one of my favorite characters. Let's go. <laughs> and then, uh, same with Sawyer in Lost. I'm not the biggest mm. fan of him at the beginning, but dude, he uh, he just turns into the most epic character. Give us a reason to care. Yeah. You introduce all these characters and then go on a side story for two quests, and then you're back to where everything is. I totally get you. I might have to push back a little bit because Boba did like save quote unquote them and yeah. brought them to him, mm -hmm. so it makes sense that they're working together. It just how do they work together as a unit? You know, it's but what it's just like when the townspeople turn on our team hmm. the trandoshans are getting cursantin and the uh, walrus face people are shooting at uh the mods it's like all right if these people just die that'll be real dumb but i'm not gonna be sad about it i know they weren't well they that's true cursantin right there he's too much of a beast i but thought he would have died like you at think? three points this episode <laughs> there was like so many times where he was just getting destroyed that dude's a beast he I, is a beast i don't know what kind of thick fur he's got but dude was shot so many times. Yeah, it was a little almost inconsistent because there was times where he like couldn't walk at points, and then the other times where he'd just be running around like fine. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. It, it was this a second viewing made that clear to me. I was like, huh. Boba saves him. I must confess, Santos. I thought you were dead. And then he like and they call him Santo. What do we think of that? I think that was just a. I think that's just like a nickname, I guess. Santo. I like Cursantin. Cursantin's dope. Man. Yes. I don't like Santos. <laughs> What's up, Santa? <laughs> <laughs> After we get uh, all their territories, Cad Bane meets Boba outside and tells him that uh, he killed Cobb Vanth. You should have never taken the armor. This is a good scene. Yes, I like this yes. scene a lot. Cad tells them about that the Pikes killed his family and Boba's going to attack until Fennec warns him not to due to his emotionality. Very wise on Fennec's part. Here, Here's one thing I will say. Fennec Shand has been so consistently good this whole show, I have not had one problem with her character at all. Fennec Shand is epic. You might have something else to say about that when we talk no, about dude, later stuff. That's but... just like from a story standpoint. That's true. But no, her character, Ming-Na Wen plays her so good. Yes. And the fact that she's... We've said it like six times already. She's 58, and they got her being one of the coolest characters in this Star Wars show. I just love the love that. Indeed. And, dude, I will say this. Her Lego minifig is so cool. Her, is I, it really? Yeah. I haven't... I have, Like, I've just, just seen it a little bit. Her orange helmet just yeah. looks so yep. crisp. There's a lot of those figures in that set. The light cruiser. Yeah. That I really want, especially that... We need an exclusive dark saber. Anyway, we're not <laughs> we're not talking about Legos. Uh, Cad then after after Fennec uh, tells him not to shoot, Cad exclaims that you're going soft in your old age, and Bobo responds, "It happens to us all." Which I don't know. This basically confirms that yo, Bobo's not the same guy. Get with the program, or you're just gonna be sad. You yeah. know. And this, I mean, it's him saying. And I mean, if you're going into the finale expecting Boba to be the same exact guy he was in Empire Strikes Back, then you have not been watching this show. Also, Boba was a beast 
in this last episode. Come on. Heck yeah, he was. We're about to see a scene where he's an absolute boss. <laughs> well, we'll get to it. All three families start attacking each one of Boba's group. They're all brought down in coordinated attacks, and the Gamorians are killed. Dude, <sighs> legit. Even watching it a second time when they're falling off, I'm like, no, no, no. They would, you can make the argument, have the best arc in the show hmm. at this point. They start off the first episode trying to kill Boba yes. Fett. But no, they die serving Boba Fett in the finale. <sighs> Just a moment of silence for our dear, beloved, dad bod green Gamorreans. <laughs> Indeed, man. They even gave, and I like this, because of you play Lego Star Wars, you just know the death sounds of every creature in that game. And they gave them the two signature Gamorrean death sounds as they fell off that cliff. And I was happy and sad at the same time. I was hit with a ray of nostalgia. <laughs> That's what it was. So but I was real also... sad, but I'm getting flashes. <laughs> good times. No, come on. You can't, you can't tell me you didn't think of the same thing. Or something like that. I don't know. It, dude, it was it was kind of epic. Fennec then goes and saves the mods as they're pinned down by the pikes. And then uh, they go, the pikes go to meet Bo Boba after failed negotiations. And Mando and Boba have an epic conversation. Mando says, any news on the others? And Boba says, it would be a miracle if any of them survived. All three gotras of Mos Espa turned on us. It was a smart move. It was. I suppose you'll be heading out. And Mandel says, no, I'm not. And th this really puts a... Sorry to pause. No, no, go ahead. This. It puts a big question mark on the ending of this series. If you have literally the three uh, gotras uh, turning on him, how is the ending in harmony? I'm just I'm confused. At well, that. I think it's the leaders who turned on him. I don't think the citizens... I mean, they were the ones attacking, but I think they were just... They People. were acting they on thinking. orders from the <laughs> syndicate like leaders. Hunters. Yeah, right. <laughs> but now, I mean, it's like, all right, pikes are gone. Spice can run free. Our stupid leaders are gone. Fennec killed them all. And now Boba's the leader. And all in all, Boba's a pretty good leader. So I'll take, so I'll take this. So I think, and we know Boba's forgiving. I would serve Boba Fett. I would. That guy's a beast. He is a beast. Yeah. He is a good leader. And I mean, we can talk about the last scene too with, uh, the standoff with Cad Bane, how he showed restraint there. Mm. That was so such a good display of who Boba Fett is now. Yes. We will we will get to it. I have all the dialogue written down for that too, because that adds really good dialogue. I'm so, talking about the one some, we just talked about a minute it, ago. Oh, the oh. first Oh, okay. When Fennec's like, Don't don't do anything. Yes. Right now. I thought that was really good i like the way they showed it too because like you can't really show from his face but he has his hand on the blaster and then he takes it off and puts it on yes. top uh -huh. that's how they show it and it's like all right he's learning from his mistakes he's getting better cad bane is not he's just been a bounty hunter his whole life mm -hmm. shows how bulb has grown it's called character development guys <laughs> heck yeah <laughs> And Boba says, you should get out of here. Mando says, it's against the creed. I'm with you until we both fall. Just freaking love Mando. Mando is such a good character. Yes, he is, man. He, every scene he's in, he just blows it out of the water. I love him. Do you, you got any more to say about this scene? Uh, just to finish off the dialogue, he goes, you really buy into that bantha fodder? And Mando says, I do. Okay, then. We'll both die in the name of honor. 
You sure you want to stay? This is the way. This is the way. Dude. <sighs> Go ahead. Say what you were going to say. I was going to say that. that. I wanted up. to know if you are going to finish the dialogue. And you oh, of course I'm going to finish the dialogue with, this is the way. This is the way. Anytime Mando calls it back. Dude, I, that saying, I say that all the time. Maybe I should end with that instead of, may the force be with you. Maybe, if I remember. This is the way. I like that, the Mandalorian intro that we have. like That whole thing where everyone says, this is the way. Then the armor says, this is the way. And then Mando says, this uh -huh. is the way. Like, that's such a cool, like, line. It's as iconic now as May the Force Be With You. So, uh, Mando, Boba, an epic. And that that's the next scene where they go out and just absolutely wreck fools after the, the stupid Twi'lek reads the thing and he's like, wait, hold up. We're <laughs> that, not going to surrender? <laughs> I really like that scene. Yes, it I was good. that was a good scene right there. I was hoping that he would die at some point. <laughs> the Twi'lek? Yes. Getting murked? Instead of freaking potentially setting up a romance between him and Pelimoto. Like, I don't want to see that guy again, man. <laughs> hey, she's uh, she's been with Jawas before, so I don't think a Twi'lek is too too crazy. If anything, a Twi'lek would be better. But <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do we think of the Pikes as mm. just villains of this show? Because I, I don't know. I think they needed to be done better. We do not get enough time with the Pikes. We don't grow to hate them. Hmm. And even earlier... I in, disagree with that. I'll push back on that. How? They kill, the, they kill everyone in the Sanctuary and Boba's Tuscan tribe. It says it all when he's going to that... When he's laying all their weapons down and the, he buries the bodies. I mean, we basically knew that. And so them doing all of this stuff really got on my nerves and they freaking killed the gamorians <laughs> i think they give you ample reason to hate them by just that screen point. time wise they don't give us enough time to hate them on screen there's not a face to put to the pikes i think you have the pike leader yeah but it's just i don't know i don't think i need to direct my hate towards hmm. someone and that's why i think and uh, it can't be the mods that's why i think cad bane should have had a bigger role in the show hmm. that's just my opinion I'm not disappointed with Cad Bane's fate in this. No, me neither. I'm just disappointed in just the whole show, man. Just, let's just keep talking about it. <laughs> You're disappointed in the whole show. Oh, no. Uh, Boba and Mando duke it out with the pikes, and it's epic. That's my note there. <laughs> Boba uses his knee rockets and blaster rifle and pistol. and A lot of people are Jet saying pack. that looks stupid. The knee rockets. The knee rockets. Go ahead and watch that again because that was epic. Are you yeah, kidding me? How about me? I put some knee rockets on my knee and see if you're scared of me? Yeah, I bet are you, you kidding are. me? Yeah, dude, <laughs> they're pinned down. Uh, dude, I love this scene. Like, I don't know why, but I love scenes when our heroes are like, "There's too many of them," <laughs> and they're in that shootout, and they're like, "We There's can't make it out of here." What are we going to do? Yes, and <laughs> and then you get wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. bro. That's the Jedi Temple. What are we going to do? Yes. I, I'm like, dude, wait. I can't place the quote. It's from when Completely all the younglings. the opposite of what you're saying. When the younglings get slaughtered. <laughs> no, that scene is epic. Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> the, the younglings getting murdered is epic? Well, I shouldn't say that. It just makes me <laughs> laugh every time. Because the dude's like, Master Skywalker. What are we going to do? That's a spot on impression. There are too but... many of them. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> 
But no, I just like how they like they were just getting pummeled from side to side, and their blasters were chucking off their armor. We can't make it out of here, and then they get rescued by the people of Freetown. And dude, the weak way uh, diner guy—he's epic. I I wonder if that guy has a name. Look, up, see if that weak way guy has a name. I don't know if they ever gave him one. Yeah, let me look. But then uh, everyone meets in the middle as Chrysanthemum comes through. We find out that he survives, and the mods come in as they as with their slow speeder bikes, which remarkably didn't get faster. Like <laughs> they came in and it was just the same, and it was shown because Sophie that or no, it was the other guy. His his speeder got blown to bits. Noel and, Miller. Yeah, <laughs> dude, his dialogue in this is just it is. Oh, it's just cringy, man. Um, as the pikes fall back and they push them all back, two Scorponek spider droids with ray shields bear down on the party. Now, these are this is concept art from episode two, unused concept art. We've never seen these droids before. And correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Scorponek or Scorponek or something? Isn't he a Transformers character? Doesn't that does that sound familiar to you? I don't know. My lore in Transformers is not oh, I, that extensive. Dude, I've only seen like the movies. I'm pretty sure Scorponek, Scorponek or something is a Transformers character. If you know, shoot it down in a YouTube comment or something. Or text me. I don't know. Um, no weapons can penetrate these shields, though. They're ray shielded, just like Droidicas from the Clone Wars and um, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Uh, the group separates and tries multiple attacks on the party. Uh, during all of this fighting, Pelimoto brings Grogu back to the Mando, and Boba leaves to get reinforcements. Right when he left, I knew exactly where he was going. I don't think it was much of a surprise. Um, I would also I honestly, I wasn't like my brain didn't go immediately to the Rancor. Oh, really? Yeah. So when he showed up in the Rancor, I was like, Oh, oh nice, dude! Let's go. We're getting to see it. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just thought he was going. I don't know what I thought. Well, I, I, was, I like, was just confused a lot of this finale. <laughs> I was, well, yes. I was waiting for the Rancor to appear. Yeah. And so when he said, I'm going to go get reinforcements, I was like, oh, okay, that's where he's going to go. Uh, maybe that's just because I was expecting it. Does he have a name? The Weakway Bartender? I couldn't find it. No. Oh, okay. I don't think it's ever been shown before. So we'll just call that guy Bart. Bart. Short for Bartender. <laughs> <laughs> I'd also like to highlight the mod that spins around for no other go, reason than go. to say that, that that is the dumbest thing ever. You guys all know what I'm talking about. The, if you're watching on YouTube, I will put the clip up and it'll play right here. But that is the dumbest scene in the entire show. He legit could have been holding Kersantan up and shot those guys. But no, he had to be so extra... Leave Kersantan and do a stupid, dumb spin move. It's legit something straight out of the CW. Come on, you can't I, like. You can't tell me you didn't. Wise, I don't know who who directed him to do that spin because the way he's positioned is he's already positioned in a <laughs> way where he could easily shoot. But no, he does a full. On unnecessary spin. Like, it just takes time. Like, what if one of those stray shots killed Kersan? I just would have loved it for him to just die during mid-spin. Like, dude, it just... Oh, man. That's... You said that's the dumbest scene in Star Wars? No, history. no. What were you I mean, saying it's then? really what dumb. What did you say a minute ago? Dumbest scene in the episode? For oh, sure. yeah. But were you saying the series? 
You oh. said something like five seconds oh, ago. Oh, no, no, no. It is the dumbest thing in this show. This show. Okay, got it. Without a doubt. Like, I think the dumbest thing in all of Star Wars is Jar Jar with the farting animal in <laughs> Phantom Menace. That is pretty low. But this was really, really dumb. It, it was. It felt like... I don't even know what it felt like. I, I was so confused. I, it's so funny just looking at it. <laughs> I just confused that same same thing with the speeder bike chase scene in episode two, I believe it is. No, episode three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just it's, just something that can be avoided. It's like I, why don't why don't we just not include this spin move in the scene, guys? <laughs> it, it doesn't really make sense. You can't it's tell me there was someone there who was like. All right, no, no, yeah, that looks good. That is one epic spin. <laughs> he probably thought that. Look at that. Whoever was playing light on his feet. <laughs> no, I like that spin scene, man. It, it was really good. Stupid Dave. He's probably sitting there. He, he was probably working on Ahsoka during this day. Yeah, he was doing better things. Yeah, and then no, no, this is what happened. John was working on Mando season three. Dave was working on Ahsoka, and Robert Rodriguez was on the set, and he was sitting there like. All right, all right, all right. All right, that spin move looks really good. I like that. All right, cut. <laughs> Dash or whatever your face is, that was really good. Scat or... Scat. Yeah, no, scat. Or thwip or, or whatever. Dude, the whatever their names are. But, uh, but the Rancor comes after these spider droids are taking them all out. And um, it travels across the town, takes out the other droids. And the Rancor during this scene meets up with Cat. And Cad Bane shoots him with the fire, and it knocks Boba off, and then it, the Rancor goes off to who knows where. Um, and we get epic duel. Epic, epic duel, man. Uh, Cad Bane says, I've known you a long time, Boba. One thing I can't figure, what's your angle? This is my city. These are my people. I will not abandon them. Like the Tuscans. Don't toy with me. I'm not a little boy any longer. And you are an old man. Dude, I love that they were calling back to the Clone Wars. Come on. That's so sick. It is really good. Yeah. Again, fan service done right. I was sitting there, though, waiting for him to say something about the dent on the helmet. I know. Just a little bit tease to confirm that unfinished scene. That would have been so cool. But I guess that duel doesn't really, like, hold value. Because, like, Boba, they, I mean, they both shoot each other the at the same time. time that they fought. Well, Boba was in his armor. But Cad Bane says in this episode, I'm still faster than you. Mm -hmm. So it like that kind of does away with that scene because in that scene, Boba is as fast as Cad Bane. Yeah. So I don't know. But I, I do still do wish that that was a thing. Like that would have been cool. Right there. I'm still faster than you. That may be, but I have my armor. And Cad Bane says, let's find out. They have a shootout, and Cad Bane shoots him twice. He gets. Like I really, yeah. I really thought Boba was going to take him out, like one hundred percent. And no, Cad Bane wins the fight. Uh huh. Like it's, which confirms to me, Cad Bane is the best bounty hunter, one hundred percent. Boba takes him out, but not as a bounty hunter, as a crime lord as who a learns. Tuscan a, a, yes, yes, as a Tuscan raider. That's what it was. You tried to go straight, but you've got your father's blood in you. You're a killer. This isn't the first time I've beat you out on a job. There's no shame in it. Consider this my final lesson. Look out for yourself. Anything else is a weakness. 
And Boba surprises him and beats him with his gaffy stick as he sticks him good, man. And Cad Bane dies. Or does he? <laughs> or does he? I'm sure you've seen the theories online, man, of the beeping chest plate. Yeah, what do we think that is? Dude. They wouldn't just put that in there. Right, because no, they... the conscious editing. Watching it again, they devote a whole scene mm-hmm. or a, a shot to yeah. that scene of him because they show him dead on the ground and then they pan up on his face and his body and you can hear it beeping mm-hmm. and i really thought that the end credit scene would be yes. him you said this last In night the back to tank yeah that's right. what i thought they were alluding to i mean of course i'm hyped that it's Cobb vanth of yes course. but i really thought it would be cad bane in that tank i know uh but i do i'm not again like you said earlier, I'm not mad about this no. at all. Like, If he comes back, great. Yep. But if not, I think this is a good ending to that character. I just wish there was more leading up mm. to this ending in this Boba Fett show. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Is because then it just it has the, the Disney Plus syndrome. You introduce him. Right. End of the last episode. Then he has a few scenes in here. And then they kill him. It's like, yeah, it's a it's a great death scene. Yeah, but I just wish they had the balls to introduce Cad Bane <sighs> earlier in the show, and then later. See, it, his intro is so epic. It is in episode five or uh, six. Yeah, but you're right. The Disney Plus, like, I'm I'm waiting for them to introduce a villain, the like the main villain or whatever of the show in the first episode. You or know, even the second episode. So we just, really... Just well, right. the finale. Yeah. I like, get you. For an no, example, makes in the Daredevil show, mm-hmm. they introduce Kingpin in the fourth episode. But there's also... How many other episodes? Nine more episodes Yeah, no, that. you have nine more episodes. But my point is, that's not the first episode or the finale either. It's a mm. good point where you get to see your characters form. You get to see what is happening, what they're dealing with. Yes. And then you introduce the big bad. So... <laughs> Yeah, I... Andrew uh, Andrew Solo. Just to give him a shout out, he started the show, and he texted me a picture yesterday of Kingpin ha- having his hand on the car door, and he was like, "Is this the famed car door sequence?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, indeed, Andrew. You're in for some hype stuff." He said it started out a little slow, but he said it's getting very. I very love much every better. second of it. No, I'm in, I, I I'm rewatching yes. with my sister with Hannah, but I'm in the Electra stuff, so it's not mm, the most thrilling right. part, but. I still love every second of Daredevil. Indeed. Yes. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> We're not talking about Daredevil anymore. Um, Rancor tears up the city in a very King Kong way. Totally. Like, they give him a total King Kong yes, shot. Yes, and it, the Rancor looks great. It's, it it's really did. Sequence. At the start, and for those of you who don't know, that first scene where the Rancor goes on top of those uh, that set. That is not CGI. They did that fully. It looks too good to be CGI. No, it, it totally does. But I was like, okay, are they going to keep this this non-CGI model throughout this whole fight? I'm glad they went to CGI because it really does look so crisp. And he goes throughout the city, tears up the city. Mando tries to stop it. It's not going to happen. And it's actually Grogu who goes and stops it by using the Force. I don't know how you feel about that, man. <laughs> this this justifies why Grogu's in the show. No. He is the only all right, one. I mean, all right. He's the only one who can stop his rancor, Ben. That's why they needed him here. 
<laughs> no <laughs> studio interference. Hey, listen, maybe I'm I I'm not one to say. Super cool scene though the way oh yeah the way Grogu struts out in front of that corner, his little little cute waddle. Okay, so this is a perfect time to talk about it because I don't know if it's a good decision to over rely on practical effects. These shows really do rely on that as a way of paying homage to the original trilogy. But I think they're going too much into it because some stuff like looks kind of weird. Like what's practical effects in this episode? So here's what I'm saying. I like how Cad Bane looks. Yeah. But why not make his face CGI? You know, why not CGI that face? You know, why not CGI the pike faces? They look way fatter, but you have to do that for costume purposes. You know, it's like you just could do that, but you're choosing to go the non-CGI route, which is fine. I like I don't care, but when you are in this digital age, like George Lucas always said about those three original movies, like that's why he made all those edits. Like the technology wasn't there and it wasn't like it wasn't how he envisioned it. But to, to be fair, the edits he went back and did are not great. Well, there's only so much you can do with existing footage. But I think if there had been technology there, and we can talk about that, but if there had been the technology there, I think those movies would be a little different. You know, I don't. I'd argue different for the worse. Yeah, for I the think. worse. But I think like for prequels and stuff like that, and for using these like for the scope of this show. You know, like if you want to have a full army, you can achieve that by using CGI. Yeah. But your over-reliance on practical effects and making everything seem like it's real, I think sometimes hurts the show. Hmm. Sometimes. And my case is for here, when Grogu is walking, he looks so weird, you know, walking around like that. And it, it doesn't take me out of it at Dude, all. Dude, that's just how he walks. That's why Yoda needed a cane. <laughs> they walk weird. No, he do, but Yoda doesn't walk that way, though. Like, and I'm Grogu's not... bones aren't fully formed. He's still grown into his body. Yeah. No, listen, <laughs> this is such a minor complaint. This, it totally I, I, is. I respect practical effects so much, and I just think they look way better than CGI ever does. Like, even, let's, to bring in Spider-Man, you mm. cannot tell me that a CGI... Andrew Garfield's suit or Tobey Maguire's suit looks better than the real thing that they wear. No, that Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit is beautiful, and it's not CGI. Yeah, so I res I I love practical effects. That's my stance on them. But there, my 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 thing is, there are times when it works, and there are times when it doesn't. And sometimes I think they just do it because, oh well, we can do it in practical effects, so let's just do it. When in reality, okay, maybe we should go the cgi route well i think we don't even know what cgi and what's practical well a lot of the time so here is something that i really have a complaint about and it's ahsoka's mantras mm -hmm. they just should be longer yeah and it's again it's a minor complaint it doesn't take me out of it but how twi'leks age and how long their mantras grow they're almost as short as they are in clone wars her in live appearance. actions. Right. Yeah. And it's like they're longer in the Clone Wars season finale. Mm -hmm. So it's like why not use special effects on that? You know, have the actor be there and everything, but just CGI around her. You can easily do that, you know? So I 
that maybe just, it's something I don't know, but I wish they would do that sometimes other than, all right, well, we can do it in practical effects, so let's do it. Yeah. You know? It's stuff like that where it's I, like we're going to we're gonna switch around continuity and what we understand about these creatures for the sake of it being practical. Yeah, but if you're saying that, then that is completely different than what you said earlier about Cad Bane looking different and just adapting a character from cartoon to live action they're just gonna look different and i'm i think we're just too hung up on it i think so i and, and again it's a minor complaint it's just something i've come to like think about and i don't have a complaint about it. i still think he looks good it's just there are some times where it's like okay well maybe you did need to use cgi here but with ahsoka i definitely know that to be the case because they just should be longer but anyway it's not again i think I made I made too big a deal out of it. It's not that you're big really of a deal. upset. About no, it. I'm really not upset about it. I just wanted to see if you thought the same. And I love practical effects. I think you can always tell, not all the time, but when that rancor, you could tell that that just looked so good. Yes, in those scenes, I really respect the practical effects, and it does take you back to the the old days. But do you like how, or do you even care? About a like Soka, if it, like if it's limiting the scene mm -hmm. you're trying to do, yeah, use CGI. But if it's not, go for it. Okay, I respect that. But what were you saying about Ahsoka? Well, do, well, do you think do you like Ahsoka's look? Because I, I like everything about her except for her mantras. I I'm not too hung up on it. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they're longer in literally everything in Rebels and, and a, yeah, it's like especially in Rebels, yeah. they're like almost full grown. So, I don't know. Um, I'm not hung up on no. it. No. But it is a little weird that they would make that choice. Mm -hmm. It also goes to the actor. I know you're talking about CGIing them, but that maybe is too much work for every single scene. And that could be. Listen, I'm not on the I'm not on the set. You know? But even having practical ones dangle that long, I don't know how hard that'd be for Rosario Dawson to That's walk what I'm saying. Yeah, they did it in The Revenge of the Sith with yes. Shock T. Yeah. Yeah, now, that's she wasn't, the biggest argument. I she guess. wasn't doing, like, action scenes, but she had the whole thing on, mm -hmm. you know? So it's possible. I don't know. So It's just some, something, to, something to think about. <laughs> something to think about. All right, let's move on. Yes, let's, let's keep going. I mean, we're almost done with this episode. Next scene has Fennec kill the three syndicate leaders, the Pike leader, and the mayor as she maintains her reputation as an assassin. Now, I know you have a problem with this. You didn't really explain yesterday. I'd love to hear what you think. Okay, so the whole season, which I don't think works as a season at all, but the whole season was leading up to this quote-unquote reveal of Cad Bane telling Boba Fett that it was actually the Pikes who killed um, your beloved Tusken Raiders. And I also think that based on how big of a relationship that ends up to be in the scope of the show, they did not dwell on it good enough, in my opinion, for it to span the rest of the show like the way it did. But for that reveal to happen the Pikes to have killed the Tuscans. I just really think this should have been Boba's scene. Oh, so you want Boba to kill him? I want Boba to confront the Pike. Oh, okay. Yes. I don't want it to be Fennec. Like it's a cool scene for Fennec, but it really just felt shoehorned in there. In my opinion, I feel like it should have been a bigger deal than it was. Cause mm. 
Cad Bane was just this little bounty hunter working for this massive Pike Syndicate. I think the Pike Syndicate as a whole just failed in this show as my As my villains? Opinion. Yeah, they didn't okay. work for me. I think if you have a face to be the villain, it's Cad Bane. Hmm. And I think they should have worked it around to where Cad Bane has evolved in these years we haven't seen him, and he is the leader of this Pike Syndicate. I think hmm. that would have been really cool. And to have him kill him then, I think, would have worked so much better. Hmm. But, I don't know, you can't change it. I, I see your point. It's definitely It would have definitely, I think, served it better if Boba was there. I, I'll, I'll push back just to be a devil's mm -hmm. advocate yeah, go. here. Boba, during this show, has learned to not take revenge, to not be petty, as he was. And so I think in his way of being a leader and the like, basically the new mayor of Mos Espa and Tatooine, my assassin, carry out my word. I guarantee you he was the yeah, one that issued that order. Yeah, but how is that, that different from him killing killing them? How's that different? I don't think it is. So it's then not, why? But I don't. I don't why think. Is it? I don't think like. I don't think it really matters who kills him. Like he, he was still the one to issue that order. I just don't think he was the one who wanted. I mean, it, I'm not gonna lie. The thought of having a scene where Boba takes one, one by one outs like slowly, like he was, like just a little scene of him going one by one taking them out, like the old days of Boba. Like that would have been a little cool, but the scene happens how it happens. You know, I think I'm coming around to your uh, point of view here. <laughs> I think I'm. Not, I think I agree like, with you. With how important the show has built up the Tuscans to be, to Boba Fett, I feel like there should have been a greater payoff in the end. Yeah. Of some kind. Hmm. Yeah. Because like it was cool when he stabs Cad Bane with a stick, but I want more of like the relationship with the Tuscans because we spent those first four episodes very heavy. On, or the three, actually. The first three episodes very heavy on the Tusken Raiders. And I just think... Th we'll talk about the show as a whole mm. in a minute. Mm -hmm. but that just, didn't serve the story well. No, it didn't. It didn't work for me. I gotcha. Hmm. After this, her and Boba walk through the city, and we get some nice uh, medieval-style Boba Fett theme in the background, and he says, we're not suited for this. Fennec responds and says, if not us, then who? And the mods, they talk together with Kersantan, and it's, it's a, kind of a strange ending. The mods will return. Dude, okay, so legit, we get a scene with Grogu and Mando, and that's, they're shooting off. They, they go sublight speed right into Mando Season 3. And uh, the end credit scene is um, the uh, it's it's Boba Fett's theme, but instead of instead of oh, 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 it's Fett, 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 you know, <laughs> and we find yeah. yeah, no, it's actually pretty epic. I love that theme. I can't wait to for the soundtrack to be released. Uh, and we find out, yep, as we said, Cobb Vance in the back to tank, and he's about to become a mod. As you said, Ethan, the mods will return. <laughs> I believe you called it, man. You know, in one of the first podcasts when we talked about the mods, I said, I said this as a joke. I said that the end credit scene of this show would be the mods doing something, and the mods will return. And that—that's essentially what we got here. This dude, what's the name of this mod? Do you have it written down? No, I—I I don't know if he's ever given. I think he is a uh, like a like a DJ or something in real life, but. 
<laughs> the mod leader who uh, helped save Fennec's life. The way he turns around, like, I think, did Boba Fett let him in there? The no, way okay. he turns around is he turns around looking like a menace. <laughs> like he's about to slice up Cobb Vanth and put, like, a robotic arm on him. Like, it doesn't, yeah. the way his turnaround looks, because if he's just chilling in there to start the scene, it's like, okay, he's just in there, I think. He probably needs to do repairs to save Cobb's life. Hmm. But the way they have him spin around and he has his evil knife and his grin, <laughs> it's like they're teasing oh, the big bads, the mods, this guy, he will return and he's evil. It's hmm. like, what? I don't know what you're doing with him. I, I, I don't think, no, I don't think he's like a bad, I don't think this is bad. I think this is just him fixing Cobb Vanth. But you're right, it is kind of weird. They don't play the scene the way you think it should be played at all so like, i think it would have been way more effective if it's just a you start under the back to tank and it's a slow pan up and it just ends right on cop band mm. you're like heck yeah dude because first time watching i couldn't even tell who that was in there i had to rewind it and look again to see who was in the tank oh, oh really there it is it's cop band okay mm. that's so cool but like i said at first i thought <laughs> they were teasing us that uh cad bane was going to be in there the mods will return the mods will return. I can't believe in Modalorian season one. <laughs> you call? Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, All right, and with that, that concludes the book of Boba Fett. A very mixed bag of Star Wars content, and some would say Dave Filoni and John Favreau's first blunder. Now, who knows how much like, of this is studios? But yes, Ethan. The thing is, you hate to call it a blunder because of the episode five and six were so great right. but as an overall show this this show failed in my opinion yeah is it just the overall narrative doesn't work the characters in the finale don't work i mean mando and boba work but any and fennec work but everything else the pikes don't work cad bane he's awesome but i wanted more of him he should have been introduced earlier in the show the mods we should have got I, I I know I've said this before. I we no one likes the mods, but we should have got more with them to give us a reason to care about them. Cursant mm. and I would have loved to see more stuff with him. I just wish, like, say they introduced Cad Bane earlier in the show. Him and Boba have a duel or a standoff mid season. It ends in both of them going separate ways. And then you get that standoff again in the finale. And then when he stabs him with the gaffy stick, it just feels so much more mm. earned, in my opinion. I think you make Cad Bane the big bad. Because even in this, he's not the big bad. He's the he's serving the big bad. But Cad Bane is way more menacing than these Pike leaders ever were, in my opinion. Agreed. I'm with you, man. This show is such a mixed bag. I, I like what Jimmy uh, Jason Swank said on the Rebel Force Radio podcast. You get a mix of spaghetti and ice cream. You really like both, but not together. And I think that is what the show suffers from. Because when my favorite scene in this show, well, we'll save that for later. That, that's I'm gonna we're gonna talk about that. But when my favorite scene has nothing to do with Boba Fett, then that says something about your show. You know, when the two best episodes don't even have Boba Fett in it, that right really hurts the show that says something and 
I just think as a Boba Fett story, it's really bizarre the story they decided to tell. Is I like what they did with his character and the Tuscans and the relationship and the man they turned him into by the finale. But I just feel like those first four episodes, all the time we spent and the flashbacks and everything, and then to jump into the Mando episode and then to the uh, Luke and Grogu episode and then into the finale, it just... I feel like if there was an episode seven and then episode eight was the finale, mm. I would have liked this show a lot better if we had an episode seven and they reminded us of all the story arcs that they were sent up earlier in the show and just got the show back on track and which led into the finale. I feel like it would have worked a lot better to me. Mm. Ethan, yes. your favorite scene with Boba Fett, with Boba Fett in this show. Do you have a favorite scene with Boba Fett? In the show, because I mean, we can go through our favorite scene, but I think both of us would it's have. It's got to be the yeah the standoff with him and Cad Bane at the end, the last duel or the first one. Well, I mean, the first one's not really a duel, but I really like the conversation they have though in the first meeting. Mm. Just although I really like the conversation between Boba and Mando, I think overall they service Boba's character pretty good in this episode. The scenes he had, I really enjoyed. But, um, yeah, probably the uh, the scene with him and Cad Bane, where Cad Bane talks about how, or Boba talks about how he's not a boy anymore. Mm, yeah, that, that that's that last duel with him is very epic. Uh, I I agree with you, but I'm going to go different, just because uh, him writing the Rancor. Yes, when he tears yes. apart that droid. But when he tears it apart, he says, do it. Just like old Papa Palpatine do in Revenge of the Sith. And I was like, oh, as a, dude, <laughs> it was a very, very epic. Seeing him ride around with that thing, it was exactly what I wanted when the scene was first set up in episode. And I'm looking at three the, or four. I forget. I think it's, uh, it might be four. Yeah, I think it's four. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, just going on IMDb and looking at the pictures of him riding this Rancor. Yes. It looks so cool. Oh, yeah, dude. And he he rides it right where we speculated he would, right on the mm -hmm. neck. It's the only place he could, and oh, yeah. it looks so good. Favorite scene overall throughout the seven episodes that were given to us in the Book of Boba Fett. Hmm. Is it with Luke? Is it with Mando? Is it with Boba? Is it with the mods? <laughs> Probably not. Don't think so. <laughs> Why don't you go while I All right, I think my, about my favorite scene is Luke training Grogu, without a doubt. I mean, Cad Bane's duel with Cobb Vanth at the end of that episode is very, very epic. But Luke training Grogu was so reminiscent of Empire and every, just everything that he had to say, like, get back up, always get back up. Like, that's the Luke you wanted to see in the sequel. Yes, and it's and a hopeful Luke, a Luke that cares about training its students and who is just full of life with the force he climbs up that tree and the force theme plays as he looks across the mountains just all of it was played so well and of course him jumping through like he does in dagobah yes, doing that flips that is without a doubt my favorite the scene nostalgic trip the that was it was just so good yes i love that scene a lot and just uh <laughs> when he's like you know you remind me of someone i I used to know. Uh, his name was Master Yoda. It's almost like you're a and he, baby and he, Yoda. And he spoke in riddles. I just loved all the parallels there. Yes. But my favorite scene, 
it's got to be from that episode. I I don't know. I really liked the the small conversation Ahsoka and Luke had. Mm. Oh, I just thought that was great, and just the us getting to see that relationship because Ahsoka is so core to Anakin, and uh, Luke was there for Anakin's death. Yes, it's just like that's his dad, and that's her best friend. It just it was really cool. To we see. need to see. It was cool to see that reunion. How they meet. Yeah, we need to see them talk about Anakin. Because Anakin Skywalker is the most important character in both of their lives. So, we need that scene. Mm-hmm. We need that scene. Least favorite scene in the show. <laughs> of all, I mean, there there's many to pick from. But <sighs> I got to I got to say, I mean, I've already said it. It's Bro, the, the mod the spinning speed, around. No, the speed racer scene, I think is Oh, that's is dumb. worse than the mod spinning around because no, no this speed racer scene takes up like 10 minutes of the show but at least it's necessary <laughs> necessary to show us how epic <laughs> these mods are doing uh doing r- speed racer flips over the the buildings of moss espa yes that scene is so dumb. basically the the mods any scene with yes, the mods. any scene with the mods but no dude that the scene is just so unnecessary it took let, let me just say this I was focused on how slow the speeder chase was, but it didn't take me out of the episode. That immediately took me out of the episode when the mod spin, spun around <laughs> and shot those. It was so dumb. Like, I know, I know I'm too critical on this episode, and it sounds like I'm being too critical on the show, but I really did have a good time. And, it, and this episode is better on repeat viewings. If you're mixed, go back and rewatch it because yeah. your expectations are gone. You know what you're going to get. I would recommend doing that. It serves you better. No, but go ahead. Yeah, all of my complaints with this episode are more of a complaint of the series as a whole because I think this finale, mm. this finale works if the rest of the show is a little different. Yes, agreed. So I, that the mods, that's the worst part of the show. Will there be a Boba Fett season two? That's my next question mm. for you. Do you th- what are the chances of that being now that we I know, think yes. You you think so? Yes, because they're not giving their mods the mods their own spin-off show. They better not. <laughs> and that tease at the end <laughs> that's definitely going to lead to something and the way that it ends with Boba Fett because he finally accomplishes all he wants to do and he tells Fennec, "You know what? I don't I don't know if this gig is for us. Why didn't you figure that out before, Boba?" Yeah. But no, I th- I think we will get a Boba Fett season two, and I think if they they do it right, I'll enjoy it because sure this first season is pretty mixed and rough. But I think if they do have long plans for this show and it does get better, I think we won't look at this first season as bad as we do. Well, I I'll say this: this has the worst rating out of any. Star Wars product that Disney has put out under since they bought the company. Well, what about what's the worst rated Star Wars product? This is like ever though. Oh, ever? Yeah. Uh, I don't think any because, Star Wars project goes below a fifty-four percent. Yeah. So, so is this it is the worst it. Rated this is it. Ever? Yeah. I mean, we're not counting the uh, freaking droids, and we're not talking about resistance. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the core or the Ewok movies. No, I'm pretty sure this is the worst thing. Yeah, as far as critics go. Now, yeah, I, I do mean, I think that? No, no, I also don't think that either. 
we're gonna have to do a Star Wars tier list. Once you finish Rebels, we'll do that. But yes, I I don't think this is bad. Like I don't think it's. I have a question. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll get to it. But no, I don't know if there'll be a season two. Just looking at everything, and I think Boba's gonna have some part to play in the coming conflict. But I don't. I don't think so. I don't think there's gonna be a season two. Um, Mando season three thoughts. Where do you think it's going to go now that Grogu's involved in Mando's business again? Is this going to be Mandalore focused? I think so. Is he's got to go to the minds of Mandalore, right? Get baptized. You think? Yes, I think so. But why is Grogu here? Ah, you know, dude, it doesn't make is... sense that he's there. It really doesn't like not only talking about how Boba Fett as a show won't work. I don't know if the start of season three will work in the show of Mando because, yeah, we have that emotional send-off for Grogu. You have Din Djarin taking off his helmet, Pedro Pascal, looking at Grogu and his face. He's so sad. And then in the next episode of the show, they're reunited again. It just feels like that send-off has no weight to it at all, and it doesn't. People are going to be mad confused. They're going to start out Mandalorian Season 3, and the recap is going to show all this footage from the Book of Boba Fett. They're going to be like, wait, did we miss something? Oh my gosh, we missed all this stuff. Oh my gosh. You know it's going to be the case. But it's true, you know? Ugh. I don't know. I'm still excited for Mando Season 3, dude. 100%. Can't wait for it. Um, And finally... Your overall rating for the show. What would you give it out of 10 stars? Mm. Clo mm, close to a 6. 6? Yeah. Just, I don't know. Like, there are so many elements in the show I really do enjoy. But just as an overall narrative, it doesn't feel clean and well-knit at all. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, if we're talking episode 5 and 6... It's a 10 out of 10 show, but show as a whole, I give it a six. I would also give it a six because all the stuff with Boba is great, but you can't, the juxtaposition between him and Luke, while it's good content for Star Wars, it's bad for a show as a whole. So if you're going to talk about the book of Boba Fett and review that, it's going to, it's not going to be very high. It's a six out of 10. I put it on my, I put it on my tier list. And it's pretty, it's it's to the lower end of the list. It's mm. not middle, it's not high, but it's it's pretty low, man. Still better than anything we got in the sequels, don't get me wrong. But it's not that high, you know? I still, I, I, and I'll say this, I still really like this show. Like I said, totally seems like we're going super negative on this. There's a lot of good stuff. It just doesn't make sense because of the pacing issues and what they decided to do and i can't help but feel like there was a lot of corporate decisions made about this show because it wasn't the mandalorian so we can kind of be wishy-washy with what we put in the show that's really what i think it is because john favreau knows what the heck he's doing and so does dave filoni but when you have this sloppy sort of storytelling i can't help but feel like this is corporate interference and you know disney's good at that so they take something that is beloved and they start to mess with it. And that is when it gets messy for story purposes. But overall, yes, a 6 out of 10. 
Ethan gives it a 6 out of 10. That is our rating of the Mandalorian series as a whole, because now we can make a final judgment on whether or not it was a good idea to do that, to yeah. juxtapose it mm-hmm. with those episodes. Let's see what Mando Season 3 has in store. Indeed. I mean, but first, we got to talk about this. Yes, we do. Yesterday, they announced an official release date for obi-wan kenobi they said they were sitting there and they're like all right well geez seems like a lot of people are really kind of upset about this last episode oh no all right all right you know what uh put out the kenobi poster and yeah it's gonna be my background for my phone for the next (laughs) couple months until the the episode comes out man i'm excited to see your reaction to when they drop the official uh theme of that show oh my god so here here's what i'm saying the music of that, uh, I apologize to everyone for the person I'm going to become when that show premieres, because th- this is this is my childhood, man. I watched Revenge of the Sith 500 times as a kid, and I've watched the Clone Wars. I grew up with it, and now that we are legit confirmed to get Clone Wars flashbacks, Ewan McGregor had mm-hmm. some things to say when he was talking to Forbes. This is just going to be beyond our wildest dreams, you know? And the fact that the greatest Star Wars character in all of fiction will appear in this show and probably have a big part to play is so enticing to me. The more Vader we get, the better it is going to be. And there's rumors right now, the rumor mill has it, that there will be an entire episode focused on Darth Vader. No way. They're uh, 100% because they, they, here's what I'm saying. You can do this sort of like position, like, you know, if they do it like they did in Boba Fett, but they take the whole episode and focus it on Darth Vader. I think it works. I think that works. I'm good with it. Well, Number one, because it's Darth I, Vader. I don't care if it works. I want to see that episode. Exactly. So, uh, could, okay. So, and I also think. <laughs> This flashback formula is going to work way if they if they stick with it, if they do it in Kenobi, it's going to work so much better. Oh yeah, just because of the flashback potential of those scenes, man. So if you haven't seen Clone Wars, please, please, please go and watch it. It is a phenomenal show. If you are not really keen to it but want to know the essential Kenobi arcs, hit me up, DM me, email us at multiverse nine three two one at gmail dot com. I will shoot you a list of important episodes. I know that show like the back of my hand. I can get you episodes to get you caught up for the Clone Wars. Yeah, as someone who watched Clone Wars for the first time last year, I mean, I saw the first few seasons when I was young, but to watch it as a whole, like, it's totally worth it. There are some rough uh, arcs in there. You get an arc with some droids <laughs> which is terrible and padme whenever she's doing anything is it's not the most interesting no but it's totally worth it because you get these awesome awesome arcs and just some of the coolest as ben says some of the coolest star wars content you will see it's totally worth it i would argue that it's the best star wars content that has ever been put out 100 percent. the finale the ahsoka arc 100 percent. so the possibility of seeing these things again, Ewan, when Ewan said, I think it's no secret that Hayden Christensen is back and we play Anakin and Obi-Wan together. When he said that I got chills reading that, mm-hmm. I was sitting there like, oh, we're going to see it, man. And when I, when, if it plays during the Super Bowl, 
I'm going to like shoot up and be like, shut up, everybody. The Kenobi trailer's on. I think it will premiere during the Super Bowl trailer because uh, they just released the poster and they've got the trailer ready. We know it's ready. So I think premiering it on the biggest stage possible is definitely what they're going for. So, dude. I mean, just look at this, man. Oh, I mean, come on. Look at that art, man. I just pulled up a uh, a live action picture of Hayden and Ewan in their uh for those of you watching on youtube it'll be up (laughs) dude i mean look how look how good that looks yes dude it's gonna be so dude we could even get a live action rex and cody tamura has been with star wars for a while you know he could film scenes or even the voices of them we could even get a young ahsoka we're hoping too much for it but okay yeah and going back to boba fett Mm. is with the flashback format is I think they really missed out on some really cool flashbacks with the Boba Fett character specifically. Is because I would have loved to have seen any time from, because uh, to me the most interesting era of Boba Fett's life is from when we leave him in Clone Wars two, when we see him in Empire, mm. or quote unquote a new hope a new eventually. Hope. Yeah. yeah. So it's like what. What I happened during this what time? What his bounty hunter days were like, and that's why so many people are disappointed in the show because that show would have been very cool. When the flashbacks are focused solely on the Tuscan Raiders, while it's cool to see their culture, I would have liked to see flashbacks to him during his Empire days. And it doesn't or, help that they yeah. kept teasing us with that Camino scene, right? That ultimately led nowhere, right? What was that? Te- we got that like four times. In yeah, the first wait, let's talk about that because that's. Why? That's weird, man. We got that four times, and it was essentially the same scene. What? what? I don't see the point there. Is it that he's been alone all this time, and he finds his family with the like, Tuscans? I is think that, that is, is that... the point, but it it just doesn't feel like give us more of that scene, right? Or other flashbacks, man. I think they could have gave us even a conversation between him and Django. Yes, they need to make the relationship between those two just a little bit more spanned out so when he's holding that helmet you feel like like you do feel sorry for him because that's his dad but it's like dang boba's alone now when he's looking at a Django, Django's helmet and then it's echoed when all the tuscans die he's alone mm. again i just think these points they're all good they just they didn't do it right mm, i i'm with you yep so there you, there you have it, folks. I think, and, and also the official release date for Kenobi is May 25th, the 45th anniversary of A New Hope. Yes. We thought it was going to be May 4th, but it's May 25th. I'm all on board with the May 25th. Yes, I just, I don't know. I love the symbolic nature of the 45-year anniversary of A New Hope. I love that. I, yeah, I think it's so cool. Come here, my little friend. Yes. Dude, yes. I, I, I'll I, tell you this, though. Th- this Boba Fett show... It will just change the way we look at Star Wars now. When we go back and we rewatch uh Luke fighting the Rancor in episode six, we're just gonna be we're gonna have so much more respect for Luke because we've seen what Rancors can do mm. in action. Yes. And now we're like, look at look at Luke take down this Rancor. This yeah. is so cool. Luke's a beast. I'm with you. And just all the I do wish we spent more time in Jabba's Palace, too. Yeah. And let's talk about this. So all the promotional material leading up to this show. 
was all Tatooine Boba Fett focused. Yes. No flashbacks either. Mm-hmm. It was all present day. And I think even with that, the uh, trailers and the poster and everything leading up to it, all the promotional stuff, I think that really set itself up for failure because we kind of thought it would be a different show than it turned out to be. Because I did kind of want to see a uh, Breaking Bad-esque show with Boba Fett where he's the leader of this big organization. Hmm. I, and I, we still don't know why. Why does he kill Bib Fortuna in the end of Mando season two in that credit scene? Because he wants his throne. Okay. Why kill him? He's just ruthless. I, <laughs> what did Bib Fortuna do to him specifically? Maybe it was before they made the choice to make Boba a uh, uh, more of a leader anyway. Yeah. Plus, dude, that guy is fat. Bib Fortuna. What kind of quality of life do we have there, man? Like, that dude is just... Hey, bloated. no, 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 no. <laughs> what? Just because you're fat doesn't mean you're... Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We need, to, we need to bring it back. I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm not fat shaming You're talking here. about Bib Fortuna. I'm talking about... Bib, dude, you watch the episode. Look at him. Dude, yeah, come on. massive. He is mad. Like, dude, that guy is... That guy is not going to do very much other than just sit there and be like, Boba! Like, no. Get him out of here, man. He was annoying in Return of the Jedi. He's still annoying now. I'm not... I'm not fat-shaming anyone. No. He's just a useless character yeah, at that point, I you know? I think scenes like that and then scenes like the Camino, I think that's, like, why we kind of need a season two. Hmm. Is they need to course correct what has just happened. Or, I mean, you could just cancel the show altogether. That's also a way of course correcting. Just <laughs> give up. But it's like they're building this Mandoverse right now. This bigger extended universe. Right. Just more shows in this timeline. I'm not sure how many projects they want to build out in this timeline. Is is Ahsoka going to be taking place in the same general time? Yes. Yes. Okay. I believe that is the case. But I'm not. I, I think it's all leading to Thrawn. Mm-hmm. But I was hoping he would get a mention at least at some point during this Boba. episode. But we didn't get any of him. I thought Ahsoka was going to say something about him. Yeah. You know, because I think that's the conflict that they're leading up to. Because Kathleen Kennedy's was like, she's like, all right, all these projects are going to lead to a huge epic conclusion. I predict it will be on the silver screen. But I don't know. We'll have to see how it all rolls out. I think Thrawn is going to be the major villain, though. I think there's no one better. Thrawn is, without a doubt, a threat. 100%. And I'd like to see what he he realizes when the Empire is gone. And it's like, whoa, what the heck is going on? No spoilers for Rebels, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm but... still watching through Rebels. I finished Clone Wars. For the people listening, I finished Clone Wars. Rebels, I started. And you know what? It gets a lot of hate. And I haven't. I don't hate it yet. Which is remarkable. I, I respect that so much. Did we have any comments on Instagram? You put a question up on the questionnaire. Yes, we got five responses from some awesome listeners. So nice. we can read through them. Yeah, let's go through them. I'm interested uh, to see what they have to say. So Nikki Flash 1998, nice. shout out to him. The show was overall really good, but the episodes did feel a bit disconnected. Yes. I, I do agree. Like, I like we've been talking about, man. Yeah, overall, I wouldn't define the show as good, but the elements of it were really good. Hmm. But yeah, as a show, it really does feel very disconnected. 
It's true. I think Nick, Nick, what you're saying is there like that's a that's a lot of what people are thinking right now. It's what I think too. Like you have all this great stuff, but it doesn't fit together all very well. As a Star Wars story, it does. But if you're gonna market this as the book of Boba Fett, and my favorite moment is between Luke Skywalker and Grogu, I don't know. It's just it it Yeah. I can see where that's that complaint a- is totally valid, you know? Yeah, and I mean, uh, I don't know if he'll like this whole uh, podcast because he left another comment, and I'll read that one. He says, also, anyone who didn't like this finale is wrong. It was really good and had epic moments. I agree with them. Like, I think you – I what people are mad about is what people wanted to see all this time, you know? A lot of it. I think a lot of people are getting mad. Like, this is the worst reviewed episode of the series. By no means is it the worst episode. It's, like, it's my third favorite behind those other two. Oh, you I, know? I also agree. Like, I love this finale. I'm totally with you, Nick. I'm with you 100%. Now, there's problems. Absolutely. My least favorite scene in the whole show takes place in this episode. <laughs> but... I would say that this overall is a really good episode of the show. And if you're going to sit here and complain and tell me that this is the worst show, like this is it, I hate this episode, this is so bad, you know. We got Boba being an awesome action hero. We've got the final duel between him and Cad Bane. We got him riding a Rancor. We got an action-packed Boba Fett finale. This is what we've wanted, and we got it. And now we're all complaining about it. Yes. No, I agree. I agree with that. Is it... Like I said, this finale is really good. It just doesn't work with the show that yes. they built it up to be. That is, is where the, the criticism is. Like I said, if the whole show was different leading up to this finale, people would be praising this finale just mm. with the elements it has and the payoffs it has. But we didn't have any lead up to that. So I think that's why it's getting a lot of hate is because uh, I, I don't know. Why is it getting so much hate? Well, it's it's just a lot of little things. Why isn't Luke in the X wing? Yes, you know why? All, why, all why little why, things we talk. Why about. does the right? Why does the mods do this? It's like all those things. Why? So, or you as so far talking about the CGI? Well, it's just again right, right. Little things, little things people focus on. Like, but that's what we as Star Wars fans do. We focus on every little detail. You know. So, but I, I, I'm t- with you 100%, Nick. That's a great question and a great comment. Yeah, no, the the finale is good. It just doesn't work. The show the, doesn't the work. The show doesn't work. Right. Yeah. All right. From Sam Pilkington, we have someone please explain why they formatted it like this. Good content, but such a weird choice. Yeah. And again, we've, we've pretty much addressed that question. Uh, we don't know. And I, I would say studio interference. Mm. That's what I would say. 100%. I mean, we already went through that. So 100%, I think it was Kathleen Kennedy or someone at Lucasfilm right. saying, Grogu needs to be in Mando Season 3. Yes. Do it in the show. So let's say studio interference aside, let's pretend that it's not a factor. What are the choices behind this? Hypothetically, we don't know what the real behind-the-scenes stuff is, but based on the show we got, why is it formatted this way? You're talking about like studio interference aside. There's what, no interference if this is would a choice your, by. What would the logic be for formatting the show this way? Is there logic? Because we can't just automatically assume the studio interfered, even though that's where our minds all go to. Yeah. 
if it if it is a, a purely story based thing, I think it's just a big mistake. Hmm. You know, I, I think maybe Dave and John are in over their heads, and they wanted to really focus on all of these other shows that are on there. Like they're using this as a platform to make it wider. And yeah, that's a good thing. But when it's the book of Boba Fett and we want to see Boba Fett and he's not in these two episodes, it doesn't make sense. And I find it, I, I find it very difficult to say the sentence. They just didn't really know what they were doing and they made a mistake, you know, because so far everything that Dave has done has been great and everything that John has done has been great. So I think saying studio interference is kind of a scapegoat. And while I really, really do think it's studio interference, maybe it is just those creatives. Yeah. I don't know. It is just formatted so interestingly. And I was thinking about this too, is the show will work if you just sprinkle the goodness between the episodes. So say... You do get Mando's full episode, but it is split between the six episodes. Mm. You get Mando's and Grogu's story split between that. So it's still very heavy Boba Fett focused, but you do cut away and you get these little scenes with Mando in it. I gotcha. Kind of like you have two, that sto been better. You have yep. two stories going on at the same time, which a lot of shows do and pull off. Just two different locations, two characters we know doing different things in different places. Yep is I think that would have been less jarring to just have these uh, four Boba Fett episodes then boom, two episodes without him, and mm. then this finale. I think you have to sprinkle all the goodness in between it. You can still have all the Yoda and Grogu stuff in a singular episode, but just, I'm talking about the whole Mando-centric episode. That could have, I think, been sprinkled through the first few. And then, like I said, there needed to be an episode between last week's and the finale just to make it work better. Hmm. That's a great question, Sam. An excellent, excellent question. And I hope we, I hope we gave you the answer throughout this podcast and in that answer. All right, Next question we have from Hey, it's Micah Het. He says, The Rancor was sick, but I wanted to see Boba train on it. Also, why was it blaster proof? Oh, the Rancor? Uh, that's explained. The armor, the skin. It's kind yeah, of like if you've seen the Zillow Beast. It's thick very skin, thick yeah. and durable skin. Um, but I do agree with the quote with what he says about Boba training the Rancor. That episode that you talked about that needed to be there between episodes six and seven could have been used to train the well, Rancor. Even any episode between when he gets the Rancor till the finale. Well, he gets the Rancor in episode four, and then we go two episodes <laughs> with, guess, with yeah. Ahsoka That's and true. Luke and Mando. Is, like I said, this finale would work if elements leading up to it were a lot different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, sure, that's really cool seeing that happen. It's all payoff and no lead up to the payoff. Agreed. It's like someone just hands you, this is a bad example, but they just hand you a million dollars. It's like, oh yeah, let's go. But like, whoa, but like, hold say on. you've built a business, you've worked your whole life, and then you get that billion dollars. 
that just feels so much better. You've earned that. It feels earned. Yes. Yes. So I just <laughs> it doesn't fit. Right. That's no, that's a great going. analogy. Yeah. Good question, Micah. That that's something we didn't address, and I'm glad that yes. you brought that up. Yes, I am too. All right. And then last one we got was a DM from Andrew Solo. Mm. He says I wish we saw at least a little bit of Luke and Grogu actually choosing the armor. Kind of felt weird with Grogu just showing up in the X-Wing. That's true. We Did Did we talk about no. the whole Grogu's choice? We talked about it last week and what we thought might happen. Yeah, but we, I think we pretty much knew what was going to happen, yeah. so we just went right into it. That is a great point. Great point, Andrew. I don't... <laughs> They really just dropped the ball on the Luke character altogether right. in Why this finale. Yeah. Like, I want to see what happened when Grogu chose the armor. You know? <laughs> well, like, what did Luke say? What did he, like, like, kick him and get out of here, you know? You want to tattoo him. Stupid Yoda. I'm done with you. You're not no, Yoda. The reason he turns out that way in uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi is because of Grogu. Gro we figured it out. <laughs> Grogu is the key to Luke's. Downfall <laughs> into madness. He doesn't want Ben Solo. He doesn't want that to happen to Ben Solo. So he tries to kill him. <laughs> He's like, dang it, I didn't kill the Grogu character. <laughs> so now, now I got to go back and I, I guess I just got to kill Ben Solo. What's he going to do with Yoda's lightsaber now? That does feel weird to me that Yoda's they lightsaber. retconned Yoda's <laughs> lightsaber's fate because Darth Vader destroys it in the right. expanded stuff. And yeah, Yoda loses it. Like, that lightsaber went on a whole complete journey of its own. Because doesn't Palpatine most likely have it at the end of... He, yeah, he, and then he gives it to Mas Ameda, and then he gives a whole speech about how the Jedi were traitors, and then he throws the lightsaber into the fire. In a canon, Marvel Comics-issued Star Wars comic. Oh, it's canon. It's, well... Not anymore, not anymore But that begs the question. It's like, what are they putting out right now in books and in... TV show and like comics and everything like that. Like if I'm consuming this, I'm assuming that this is what you're going to take going forward. But then if you retcon certain things, it's like, what? Well, what? The Bad Batch beginning is complete as a complete retcon of a whole series of comic issues. Like they just completely ignore it. And it just doesn't make sense, man. Like if you're going to put this out and then totally change it up later, What's the point in me consuming this content? Yeah. It's you know? kind of like, oh, yeah, we're going to say this is canon so you guys all buy it and read it. But now when it comes to making a choice in the show, we're going to change what that ultimately said. It's very lazy. And, and I don't give – like if I had a chance to talk to Dave Filoni, I would really ask him about that because you know he knows. He definitely knows about that Bad Batch beginning. I'm a little yeah. sore about that. But – you know he knows, man. And why hopefully, would he do hopefully this? Hopefully our boy Brandon Davis is on the case. And yeah. He'll get an interview with either John Favreau or Dave Filoni real soon here. We're not big enough for that no. yet. <laughs> but eventually, my, my, 10 years down the road, you, you remember that one episode? Oh, the Bugga Boba Fett. <laughs> but yeah, th that was the whole thing, why I thought Grogu might take the lightsaber. Right. Is because... First of all, you have that ending to Mando season two, and I was real think I was really thinking about it. You can't just have Grogu back in season three of Mando, but I guess they do. They did that. 
All right. Right. So that's why I thought he'd take the saber. And also because you don't just bring out this iconic lightsaber and do nothing with it. That also just feels like a, all right, this is uh this is a nostalgic episode. We're doing so many callbacks to Yoda. Hmm. Why don't we just throw his lightsaber in here now too? Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you, man. There's a lot of questions. And if it seems like our opinions are back and forth and mixed, it's because it's true. We're very mixed it's on the show and Star the Wars yes, and these right. characters, but th- these choices that, like, yeah, why, Andrew S., why don't we get this scene between these two? Who knows? Why? Very strange creative decision. Maybe they just didn't have time because they wanted to focus <laughs> on Boba's character. Like, just get and the I, show eight episodes. Get the why show not? eight episodes. Like you've done with every show in the past. Seven's such a weird number, it you is. know? It was like when WandaVision was nine episodes. We yeah. all speculated the mystery. Uh, right. Why not? Tenth episode, yeah. Just, it's just a, it's an odd number, so... Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That, very, very good question, Andrew. Uh, so that's it for Book of Boba Fett. That is the show. Let us know what you think down below. And if you're on YouTube, leave us a comment. Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you guys have been uh, reviewing. We just got to 10 reviews on Spotify. And it's at, um, I, I think it's I think it was a 4.9. 4.9. Yeah, that's so pretty good. That's epic. Thank you, guys. And we, I'd like to know who the point one is because we'd like. To, I know. We'd I, like I, to get I, you back on. There. I'd like to know what <laughs> you know. What what the deal with that was? Exactly. I mean, I, I'm not mad. No, no. 4. I think 9 a 4.9 4. looks almost better than a five. Sometimes too. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, all yeah, right. Well, these they, are genuine reviews. Here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. so we thank you guys for that. That is awesome. We're on TikTok, Instagram. Go give us a follow there. Uh, we always do this at the end of the show. We really should do it at the start of the show. We should, yeah. <laughs> and definitely, uh, um, hop if you listen on Apple Podcasts, definitely yes. write us a review on there. You can actually give us actual feedback on there. So that would be really cool to see what your guys' actual thoughts are on the show and. Don't hold back. Give us a one star. Give us a five star. Absolutely. Whatever you think. Honest reviews are the best reviews. It helps us get better at delivering this content. And it's at the end of the day, it's, I mean, we do it for ourselves, but we also do it uh, for you guys. We just enjoy doing it. That's the main thing. So I think that does it for the book of Boba Fett. Ethan, final thoughts as this, as a star Wars project, did this meet your wants and your needs for a book of Boba show? Not for a Book of Boba show, but for just building the lore of the universe. I enjoyed it in that aspect. I love seeing Luke again and Ahsoka and the uh, Paz Vizsla and the armor. That scene was really cool. Yes. And really teasing where Mando Season 3 could end up going. I liked all that. And I ultimately don't hate the person they made Boba to be. No, nope, me, me neither. I like all the uh, character decisions they made with him and where it's going. I just think the uh, the journey to get where they got wasn't really that great. Yep, I agree. An honest review from an honest man. I appreciate that, Ethan. So that does it for the Book of Boba Fett. Again, leave us your thoughts down below, and uh, I think that will do it. So uh, for now, this is Ben Rayside. Yeah, but first, before we leave beginning we teased that we would give yes, give a yes, review yes, yes. of this this mountain dew spark we're we have been drinking on and uh i don't know what we gave book of boba fett 
a six? A six. What do we give the Moundu Spark? Hmm. After finishing this off, you finished it, right? I, I'm close to finishing. I'm not. I'm not there yet. I finished it off quite a while ago, actually. I can go for. A, I, what I do you think? Go, How does this compare to the other Mountain Dew flavors? In your I, opinion, I could go for another one. Oh, okay. I could go for another one. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Voltage is really good. I like that. I like that Code Red Mountain Dew. I don't think there is a Mountain Dew that I hate. But I had a a gingerbread Mountain Dew one time. Actually, yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I bought that though. It was around Christmas time. I was like, you know what? Let me. Tr- let- like you said, the Mountain Dew flavors are normally pretty good. Mm. So I gave it a try. It wasn't too great. But no, this Spark, I'd say, is definitely a a contender. It's pretty good, man. I like uh, it. Yeah, a um, little message to PepsiCo. We are giving you some free advertisement right now. So why don't you come give us a, <laughs> give us a sponsorship? Well, definitely. That, that would be uh, very epic. But I'd give it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10, all right. Book of Boba Fett gets a 6 out of 10. Moundu Spark gets an 8 out of 10. Better than Book of Boba. I enjoyed it more. <laughs> I'll say that. I wouldn't say that. As a whole, rather have this can of uh, pop than <laughs> Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> so that does it, everybody. Uh, I am Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan Wetzloff. Signing off, we hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic day. And may the Force be with you. Oh, wait. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.